Mossy's Eats, Ales, and Spirits in Clemens is a unique family-friendly sports restaurant with an awesome bar and fresh menu that keeps guests coming back for more. Try the pizzas, buffalo bites, and wings, sandwiches, burgers that make your mouth water, made in-house, plus 23 taps, and a variety of craft beers. Have a cocktail and relax at Mossy's. Plus, with 33 HD TVs and all the sports packages around, you can watch pretty much any game you can imagine at Mossy's, plus a year-round outdoor patio. Fun atmosphere, great food, what more can you ask for? Mossy's Eats, Ale, and Spirits, 6235 Town Center Drive in Clemens. Visit our website at mossysclemens.com. It's football time in the village. Welcome to Titans Talk here at Mossy's Eats in Clemens, North Carolina. And for the first time all football season, we are joined by the head coach of the Titans, Coach Adrian Snow. Welcome back, sir. Glad to be back. Better than the alternative. (laughs) I'll let them other guys do it. They did a great job, and uh, it's a good thing. Well, we're certainly glad that you're up and about. You look healthy, but I got to say, my partner Ryan Stone and I were a little surprised, well, a lot surprised, to see you getting off that bus down in Weddington the other day. Yeah. <laughs> my wife was surprised about it, too, but that was okay. It was, it was what was right. I, I, I felt good enough to do it. I had basically gone through the week, and I'd given myself to Thursday to make a decision what I was going to do. I went to the JV game, and I kind of was – that was my litmus test. I kept telling everybody – where I'd kind of figure out if I physically could do it. One, physically get out of the way. Two, physically uh, be able to stand and do what I need to do. It's kind of crazy when you sit in the hospital bed for about 11 days, uh, things don't work as well when you get up. And so it's not so much – I mean, COVID was a big deal, but the uh, just the being sedentary and right. sitting and whatnot, and it takes a little while to get going. But uh, we did we did good and it was fine and uh, I did get an official's way early in the game and uh, he came and grabbed me by the waist and said, Coach, I know what you've been dealing with. Uh, he said, But you think you can stay out of my way? I said, I'm trying, Betty. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of your way, which well, I did. Well, I tried to cover for you on the on the broadcast, so I you know I, I said welcome back, Coach Snow, but uh, you know in case his wife is listening and he did not get permission. Um, that's not him out there on the field. Oh, yeah. So, she know. was not happy. She, I normally don't ever check my phone or anything. She did text me at halftime uh, uh, saying some things that probably shouldn't say, but about how I was not supposed to be at certain spots and I wasn't supposed to be doing this and whatnot. But uh, it is what it is. She, <laughs> she knew this. This is I couldn't stay at home. I right. Physically, it was going to hurt me worse. Like I was at home the night we played Oak Grove. And I'm going to tell you right now, I lost myself. Like I, I was hollering at, I was hollering at the kids. I was hollering at the coaches. I was hollering, definitely hollering at the officials. Uh, that night it was crazy, <laughs> but that was another story. But uh, we we got through it and it was fine. But uh, uh, like I said, it was good. What what was the hardest, the hardest part, other than not being able to move around? What was the hardest part, football wise, dealing with your kids and having to watch the live stream of the kids? Well, first of all, I don't know if you know this. I am a people person. I, I love I, I love our guys, and uh, I love I love being around people. Uh, so the struggle for me was the people I were around were basically were nurses and doctors, and they were phenomenal. They were good people, and I, and they they worked hard and they did a great job. But they were kind of not my people. 
Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you, you, I use Braylon and Chris who are sitting here with us tonight. I mean, you don't get to talk to them about their day and their family and what's going on in their lives. And, you know, what's cool, that's what's cool about what we do. Uh, it's not always about football, and we don't always make it about football. And uh, we want to be able to, I mean, like stand in the locker room and, and laugh and cut up and talk about different things. And so that, that's the thing that probably I missed the most. Yeah, I was going to say there's a big misconception I find of, about high school coaches is that you are, you are active all – you get to school early and you are around kids. You are doing stuff until, you know, until the locker room closes at what, seven? Yeah, no, seven. I don't think that's right. It was later than that. Later I mean, now. literally, <laughs> I got to school today. If it wasn't for my daughter who's a freshman and I have to bring her to school, I got, she wasn't riding with me today. So I got to school today about 7.30. And I started working, making sure about what the practice schedule was right and looking, making my notes about what I need to talk to the guys about. And then, you know, class starts at 9 or 8.55. And then you go through the whole day. You're seeing kids. You're dealing with kids. And then you have a little break, and then you start practice. And literally most of our guys, they do a real good job. We, we, it's a little tough right now. We're constantly trying to get right. them out. Like we do not want them in the locker room very long. Get your stuff, get out. Not not that we don't want to see them. It's just the whole the whole protocol. Don't be in there long. Make sure you got a mask on while you're in there, and then get out of there. Because you know you talk about contact tracing and whatnot. You want to be able to do what's right by us. And I said, hey, if you want to stand outside and talk, great. And so that's right. a cool thing. So literally, uh, I left I left school today at seven fifteen to come here. And no, so most time I I won't leave for seven thirty or eight o'clock. Wow. I, now kind of piggyback on that you during your absence there were a lot of duties that had to be delegated amongst your staff and um i I know coach mac talked about he never knew how all the work you did with the fundraising cards (laughs) and and that kind of thing that poor thing had to deal with that (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's one of them where i ain't gonna lie to i'm glad i missed that part but i mean it was good but yeah sean coach joyce and coach mac did an amazing job, and I think they divvied it out. Hey, we'll do. I'll do this. You do this, and then, and then you go up there for this and whatnot. And and they did a good job. I mean, Coach Joyce is uh, Coach Joyce has been a head coach, uh, so he kind of understands. Mm-hmm. Coach Mack is going to be a head coach, so you know it's kind of good that they got to be a part of it and realize that it's just more than. It's just more than X's and O's. I mean, it's just more than um, you got to deal with. All right, what well, this happened, and I got to take care of that. Or the eligibility piece, I got to deal with that. Or this, and I got to deal with. It. I mean, there's just so many more. And then the problem now is you add COVID to it, and now you got to have meetings about. All right, all right, we're contact tracing. We're this. We're that. How is that going to go? You know, all right, this kid, that kid. You got to contact that person. So it just. It snowballs and makes it even more. Yeah, I was I was wondering, you know, you are a very hands-on coach. Um, like, you want to be involved. You're a details guy. Even when you helped, and I don't know, we talked about this, I think, or the first week of the show. It, you were one of the, or if not the primary organizer of last year's 7-on-7 seven seven during the summer for the kids. And, you know, we'd be asking around, where's Coach Snow? Where's Coach Snow? And you'd be driving around on a golf cart handing out water bottles to officials and things like that. Yeah. That being said, have you thought about divvying, you know, lightening your load a little bit now that you've seen that your staff can handle some of this stuff? No, it's, it's, never been a, it's never been I didn't think they could handle it. It's more, of oh, a, yeah. it's more of a I like for them to, quote, unquote, stay in there. Yeah. If their job is to, like Coach Joyce's job is to worry about scoring points. Right. Coach Mack's job is to worry about stopping people. I try to take the mess off of them. I don't want to give them more mess. I want to give them things that they can. I want them to be locked in on what they can do, what they are good at doing, but also that it's not a distraction to give them something else. So it's one of those things. So it's not as much trying to basically divvy it all out. It's more of a I know what I want them to do, and I want them to be good at what they do, and I don't want to mess them up by giving them something else that – all right, all right, you're in charge of discount cards. Well, he they're going to have to spend a lot of time dealing with that. Well, I'd rather spend more time worrying about stopping somebody, you know, right. or, or scoring points or what we're going to do offensively and all those things. So that's that's kind of why I do what I do. That, You know, you introduced me to a concept. Uh, I interviewed you a while back, and you introduced me to the concept of grab a broom. Mm-hmm. And I, I had never, ever thought about it the way that you – 
that you explained it to me, but this, this whole situation has been like the embodiment of that theory. Could you explain to the audience what grab a broom means? Basically, it, 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 we have a lot of people in this business that when they get in, the first thing they want to do is call a play or call a defense or wear a headset. And a lot of people don't understand that if you will just, as a young coach or young anybody want to get into the business, and here's the thing, I, I, I'll use football, but it's really it's anything. It's a it's 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 working on a, on a job site for a construction worker. Just just get to work. Just don't don't be something that they'll have to tell you all the time what to do. Just grab a broom. If there's something that needs to be swept up, sweep it up. If something needs to be put in the laundry, put it in the laundry. If something needs to be, don't make somebody go, hey, can you go do that? Will you go do that? Don't make it about that. Just grab a broom and get to work. And then guess what? If you will constantly do that, things really kind of come to you. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a worker. So guess what? I like, I like workers. So if you work... <laughs> It makes me want to do more for you because you're a worker. You know, it's one of those kind of things. So let's get back. You, Your staff handled two weeks of games very well, I thought. Week of scrimmages. Yeah, and then, yeah, that's right. They first did the day, tambourine. First day of contact. Yeah. They went through all that. So what was your emotion like on the bus and getting off that bus at Weddington? It was good. I, I was I, I was emotional just because just where I'd been and where I've come from mm-hmm. that it made me appreciate being there. And literally, and, and it sounds crazy, but it's really more about watching our guys compete and being around them. Uh, do I want to win? Yeah, I do. There's no doubt about that. They do. They put a lot into it. Not saying that Weddington doesn't earn it. I mean, everybody does. Uh, but it's more about continuing to build relationships and I use love a lot. I tell our guys I love them all the time. And, and I don't do it just for just to sound good. It's more because I do. I do love them. I mean, I love being around them. I, mean, I, have, I have one child who is mine, and literally I feel like i got 120 every fall that are mine, and that I'm willing to do whatever I can to try to help them. And uh, so that was a big deal to me is just being with them and being back with our coaches. And it was, I'll be honest, I did it for one one of the main reasons I, I came back to the Weddington game was I did not want Mount Tabor to be my first game. And and the reason I didn't want that to be my first game is there is some, there are some, when I say learning curves, there are some things that I do on the sidelines that I can help. So, but then there's some verbiage that has to be used and I've got to say, hey, do this. And then they're going to do it. And and it kind of the making sure we were all on the same page. I would rather I would rather it it was a non-conference game. Right. I would rather us be having the learning curve on the non-conference game than it would be on the conference game. It's just like these guys. Right. They did some really good things in the first three games, but they screwed some things up in the first three games. So guess what? You want to be able to fix those things in the first three games before you get into the league. So a big part of me going back against Weddington was because I did not want Mount Tabor to be my first game. So it was one of those things. Now, I don't think my wife knew that or understood it, but that's kind of the way it was. Gotcha. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk with Braylon Morris and Chris Van Cleek. We're going to let Coach know have a bite deep. <laughs> Tire and Auto Repair, now with three locations across the triad in High Point, Greensboro, and our new location in Kernersville. Beamer Tire and Auto offers full-service auto repair, all tire brands, free alignment checks, oil changes, and more. In Kernersville, check out the no-appointment-needed Quick Lube Shop. Check out their thousands of five-star ratings via Google and Yelp. They care because they know that you can go anywhere. So try a shop with a beating heart, not a bottom line. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair. Visit us on Facebook or at BeamRetire.com. 
Looking to tailgate this summer? Stop by One Stop on the way. One Stop number 6, located just one mile west of East Forsyth at 2748 West Mountain Street in Kernersville. One Stop serves fresh fried chicken and our famous taters seven days a week from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Feeding a crowd? Get 16 pieces of chicken and sides for just $27.99. Craving wings? Come try our new spicy breaded wings. Get a five-wing meal with six taters and a roll for just $7.39. Now in regular hot ranch or spicy. One stop number six, 2748 West Mountain Street in Kernersville. Get back to bases at Truist Stadium with the Winston-Salem Dash. Everyone's favorite home team is back and better than ever. So grab a friend and join us in person for nightly promotions all season long. Promotions like free hot dog Tuesdays, Lowe's Foods Thirsty Thursdays with discounted beers, Firework Fridays, and Chick-fil-A four-pack Saturdays. Baseball is back, and we're doing it right. Visit WS-Dash.com or call 336-714-2287 to get your tickets today. Let's all get back to bases. Are you looking for the next best soul food spot to please your palate? What if I told you there's one right under your nose? Welcome to Taste of the Triad. Located in the old Bell Brothers Cafeteria, location at 4320 Old Walkertown Road in Winston-Salem, authentic Southern comfort food in a family atmosphere. At Taste of the Triad, you can have Sunday dinner anytime. Mmm, baked chicken, fried chicken to order, the best meatloaf in the Triad, ribs, baked mac and cheese, and more. Check out Sunday Smackdown with beef and pork ribs, smoked turkey legs, collard greens, yams, and much more. Are y'all hungry yet? Did I even mention the live music on Sundays? Comfort soul food in the heart of the Triad. Taste of the Triad, 4320 Old Walkertown Road in Winston-Salem. Check out the menu at tasteofthetriad.com. You are locked into Tobacco Road Sports Radio, your home for triad sports. And you know this, man. Welcome back. Titans Talk live on location here at Mossy's Eats in the village of Clemens. I'm joined right now by, for a segment we like to call these days, the truth, the whole truth. And uh, joining us right now, quarterback Chris Van Cleek, wide receiver Braylon Morris. We have important questions to get to. And I want to know, because I get a lot of coach speak, talking to all these coaches all the time, so I, I count on players to give us the real lowdown. How are you guys doing? Good. How about you? We're doing all right. Braylon, you good? All right. Let's see. Oh. Yeah. Is Braylon good now? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. We're all right. So, first of all, what's it been like for both of you to play in front of fans? Because the, the whole – the spring just felt empty. Any, either, both of you. you first. Uh, I love it. Um, making those big plays and hearing the crowd go crazy. Like, that's – that's that's awesome. Like I, I live for those moments as an athlete and as a student too. Being involved in the school and seeing like my friends and all, seeing them, just it really made me happy. Uh, first first uh, week, that, it just is is hey uh, butterflies in the whole game. Really, and I was it really it just really made me happy, man. And I, we all it it showed because like we were just going we was playing out of our minds. So yeah, that's you how I feel. <laughs> What about you, Chris? Yeah, carrying off what he said, I mean, last year, um, you know, even in, or up until the halfway of the season, we only got one parent at games, let alone the whole school and community itself. And, I mean, uh, walking out there against A.C. Reynolds through the stands and seeing, you know, all your friends and all your family and your whole community, you know, supporting you for the first time in two years, that was it definitely made you feel some type of way, and I mean, it's been great. Obviously, we can play with or without fans. They're not a, you know, necessity, right. as I quote. But if I got to choose, every game will be at home with our West Wackos, with our family, with our community, everybody supporting us because it's great. It's a really good atmosphere. You guys didn't really have West Wackos last year. Did you even get to go out through the the, the crowd last year? We got to walk through the stands, but there. Were, 
It was no nobody. crowd. Pretty much no crowd. I think it was 40%, 30%, something like that. Yeah. So tell me, something that's happening, and Coach Mack um, made me aware of this, is that this year one of the differences is that the, the linemen are going out last in this entrance. Like you got to – they go. They come out laugh at last, and you're supposed to hype them up. What's that about? I'm getting some blank stares. Uh, we. You talking about when they come out? Yeah. Warm up? For yeah. warm ups or when yes. we're walking through the crowd? For, wa- for walking throughout through the crowd, I think. Oh, they come out last. It's warm ups. Warm ups. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. I just, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm here to find <laughs> real answers. Yeah. So one of the things I've been curious about. I've watched all your games, got to broadcast um, the game against Weddington. Um, most notable is that last year, Chris, you were a linebacker. Yes, sir. And um, there was a need, and and you switched. What's You switched to quarterback. What's been the hardest or what's been the biggest challenge for you switching from um, a defensive mindset at linebacker to, okay, you're the offensive captain, so to speak. You see the entire field on both sides, but – now you got to lead the offense. Yeah, definitely the leadership aspect has been the most difficult part. Um, that was that's something me and uh, my quarterback coach, uh, Coach Joyce, have been working with a lot. Is the way he explained it to me was, you know, at linebacker you mess up on a play, you know, you can get mad, you can hype yourself up, and then just go hit somebody. You know, you can get you bottle it all up in, and then just go take it out the next play. Quarterback, it doesn't work like that. If you mess up and you get all excited and you know. You don't be a duck, like Coach No says. Just sit there, <laughs> feet paddling, but you're just steady on top. If you if you're not if if, <laughs> if you're not um you know cool, calm, and collected. If you don't keep your composure for the whole game, then that reflects on the team. Just because of the leadership role that comes with playing quarterback, you know everybody's looking at you every play to lead them down the field, and I mean that's your job. So it's more it's definitely more of a um, uh, it's a bigger leadership role than linebacker, definitely, but uh, it's definitely a more laid-back way of leading than last year. Now, on, on the flip side, Braylon is a receiver. Yes. What was it like for you to hear – you mean Chris is now moving over to quarterback. Did you even – I mean, what did you consider when, when you heard that news? And also, I mean, how have you tried to help him acclimate to the offensive side of the ball? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Coach Snow said it. Uh, it's my job, make plays, catch balls. I'm trying to make Chris's job e- easier than it should be. And yeah, throughout the spring and summer, it it clicked like almost automatically, like within the first seven-on-seven seven games. Uh, just throwing darts left and right. And then, as you can see, it translates really easily and heavily towards our season. And... He's just getting better, and I'm getting better, and you, you love to see it. I do love to see it, it's particularly one play, and we're going to talk about this, Des. Um, during week one, and I'm hoping – maybe Coach No knows this, and maybe he doesn't. I had a good talk with uh, Coach Mack and Coach Joyce on this particular program, and they agreed to, um, to take some of my offensive strategy because – Given, given his druthers, Coach Snow was going to run power on first, second, and third down. Now, I, on the other hand, with my zero football experience, am going to run four verts every play. <laughs> That's mad. Right? So That's the, mad. Now, your first play of the season, after talking for an hour on this program about how great West Forsyth is it running the football? And you are every year. You guys are running the football. That is the scouting report. Your first touchdown of the year is a 40-yard bomb. Now, is is there a special name for this? Because I got some suggestions. I've been calling it the Monday Special. <laughs> we can't the Monday really, Special. The mo- <laughs> we can't really say the play because they'll give it out. But okay, all right, all right. No, I'm not asking you to give out the play. No, no, no. You're about to start conference of death play, yeah. so no, we're not going to do that. All right. I do have we, we have a question from the listening audience tonight um, from Stu and Winston. Um, who who is? Uh, <laughs> Who, Chris, um, who is your favorite Shakespeare teacher? My favorite Shakespeare teacher? Yes, yes. See, um, so my favorite Shakespeare teacher would actually be Mr. Egan, Mr. Stuart Egan. Him, him and his son are great 
great, great, great people. They're at every single game. He runs out with us um, through the tunnel. Um, his son's awesome. Say hi to him every time I see him. Yeah, I saw, I saw the tweet. I had a feeling that question was coming. <laughs> Coach No, I'm not sure I really want you teaching me Shakespeare. <laughs> Coach No is not. He's good at many things, but not, maybe not Shakespeare. Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, yeah okay. The boy and the girl. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Stu, excuse me. Mr. Egan it yes, runs sir. out runs out on the field with you guys. Can you explain this? Uh, he yeah. stands at the end of the tunnel, and then when we, we run out and all the smoke comes, he comes in behind us, and he has the big flag. Yeah. Okay, so he's carrying something. He, he's just not – He's okay, he's not kind of just – No, no, he's not just running ra- out. Ran, random dude <laughs> running out trying to recapture his youth or anything like no, that. Sir. No, sir. And Mr. Egan has been in my fantasy football league for about 17 <laughs> years. So, um, yeah. Anyway, that was the question from Stu. What, who was your favorite teacher, Braylon? My favorite teacher? Yeah. Ooh. My favorite teacher was my biology teacher. She doesn't teach there no more. Her name is Miss Stevens. But right now, this year, I would probably go with – Ooh, that's hard. <laughs> All of them. Oh, uh, I'm going to just – I'm not gonna pick because I'm not. I don't want those sour faces during school because, like, they're probably listening to this right now. I know two of them are, and I think if the other one hears it, he's gonna have a sour face. No, okay, so no, no, you're all you're all fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, so I have I asked the kids the same thing, and maybe if we get Coach Snow back on the headset, we'll we'll get to it. This is important. What's on your playlist right now? Start with you, Braylon. Oh, oh Lord. What's in right <laughs> I need to, I need okay, to know. You have no idea what you just started. No, this no, 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 no. Okay, okay, Look, okay. Tay, Tay and Mac David started off strong and ended with like some Luke, was it, Tay goes, ended up, what was it, Luke Combs? <laughs> wow. But yeah. So, yeah, it can't get any worse. All right. I could tell you what's on his playlist. Okay, 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 hold on. Let me get to that. All right. All right. Number one, we're going to go with Drake because he's the greatest, obviously. Uh, then we're going to switch it to Kanye and throw some mix in there. Rihanna, I love me some Rihanna. Uh, some old Katy Perry. Uh, what? Katy Perry. <laughs> I, did, I didn't study. Some old Katy Perry. Um, I just keep going. <laughs> he doesn't get ox in the oh, locker room, I promise. I, we, so, were, we were going there. So, so Kendrick, uh, I like listening okay. to some old uh, Biggie. Uh, sometimes I'll... I can tolerate Lil Baby. I can tolerate the mumble rap a little bit. I, oh, I, I don't like it that much, but I can tolerate it. I'm more of an R&B guy. I like I like listening to lyrics and flows. So. Okay. All right. All right. Chris, help me out. <clears throat> um, a Lil Baby is Trash. better than Drake, and I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there right no. now. Lil Baby is the best rapper out right now, and he is most definitely Drake better than Drake. Drake just dropped an album. <laughs> but on my pre game playlist uh, right now, um, Obviously, little baby, uh, Dirk is on there. We got some Kodak, um, just a wide variety. We got some Yavo, some some Uzi, some Drake. Just because you listen to one Yavo? person does is, not mean you can judge what is a my Yavo? <laughs> He don't even know who Yavo is. I could put you on. That's up. I've been listening to Leaf Ward all week. I mean, I got. I mean, I'm gonna I'm be honest. Out. I've never heard. That's of That's right. I'm, I'm listening to the underground stuff, man. I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> add to my playlist. That's why I ask all the kids this. Uh, yeah, I got. Just don't talk to him about music. Why? I, I listen to good music. Again, Tay Long brought out Kenny Chesney and <laughs> and Luke Combs. Tay Long never, does love him some country music. I will probably that that's one fact about Tay that most people don't know is Tay listens to some. Tay listens to country music. Um. But, all right. So. Here's here's the hard question then. One of y'all, both of y'all, need to needs a ride home. Coach Snow's got to be the one that takes you, takes you home. What's Coach Snow's? What's on Coach Snow's playlist? Oh, a whole uh, bunch of country music. Can, there will not be one rap Malone. song. But there, well, Post Malone. Post Malone's not rap though. That's I mean, like yeah, pop. That's like pop I, music. I think he's. I think he's. I think you're gonna be wrong about Post the rap got song. That hot Post Malone. Playlist. Imagine Dragons. The same Imagine Dragons song since 2015. He, yeah. The he got the 2013, 2015 hit. Believe that song. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll have some like some Big classics punch, in there. White Iverson, Post Malone. Yeah. White Iverson. <laughs> 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 
Coach sure Nunn's had the same playlist in the weight room since I've been here. Did he add it once in the Oh, okay. Lakeside. There's a difference of opinion on this. Now, who is in charge? I've gotten several. I've gotten several different answers on this. Who's in charge of the weight? I know the rule in the weight room is that the music has. It doesn't matter what it is, but it has to be clean. So I understand that. Who's in charge of the weight room music? Okay, can't cuss, can't downgrade women. Who's in charge? Yeah. Yeah. So Van Cleek. And they're like, well, we can't play no rap. So Van Cleek's not in charge of the, the, the ox club. Braylon, who's in charge? Who's got the ox in the weight room? It's not me, but it, it'll probably be. It's usually ooh. Joyce. It is usually Joyce. It's usually his he, coach Joyce. He, he don't know. He don't know the, who he wait, playing the, either. He's the, worse than Snow. In the yes. weight room or like <laughs> in the locker room before the game? In the locker room before the game or in the weight room? So there's a difference. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, there's a difference. That's well, why this we is. get the music in the locker room before yeah. the game. Coaches kind of play their music in when the we lift. Room. Yeah. And that's why we usually don't get the best music whenever we work yeah. out. But Listen to why every single At least we're getting working. All right. <laughs> I, can we go to a break? All right. When we come back, I want to talk to Coach Snow. We're going to talk a little bit about – the team up till now and then we'll talk a little bit about this week's opponent and whatever else comes to mind here at Mossies in Village Titans Talk. Listen to North Carolina A&T Aggie football all season long on TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. Mossy's Eats, Ales, and Spirits in Clemens is a unique family-friendly sports restaurant with an awesome bar and fresh menu that keeps guests coming back for more. Try the pizzas, buffalo bites, and wings, sandwiches, burgers that make your mouth water, made in-house, plus 23 taps, and a variety of craft beers. Have a cocktail and relax at Mossy's. Plus, with 33 HD TVs and all the sports packages around, you can watch pretty much any game you can imagine at Mossy's, plus a year-round outdoor patio. Fun atmosphere great food what more can you ask for mossy's eats ale and spirits 6235 town center drive in clemens visit our website at mossysclemens.com at piedmont federal savings bank our purpose is simple we open doors for you we open doors for you to purchase a home buy equipment for your business we open doors for our communities to be founded by neighbors run by neighbors helping neighbors since 1903 Piedmont Federal offers a variety of personal and business financial solutions, including checking, savings, loans, and virtual online convenient services. Stop by a branch today or visit us online at piedmontfederal.bank. The Winston-Salem Dash Ticket Deal is back. Enjoy a fun night out at BB&T Ballpark in Winston-Salem with the family. For only $7, receive a reserved seat to see the Winston-Salem Dash for the 2021 season. The Dash have partnered with SportsCarolinaMonthly.com for the fifth season to bring you this incredible deal. This season, no date restrictions. Go to the Try It Hot Deals tab at the top of SportsCarolinaMonthly.com, purchase your tickets, and redeem the day prior to the game you want to ensure the best seats. Enjoy the games from the Winston-Salem Dash and SportsCarolinaMonthly.com. Tobacco Road Sports Radio is so excited to be your home for Triad Sports. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! We heard you loud and clear. Our mission is to give you 
what you want. You know what I want. I've been asking for it for years. Give it to me. Give me what I want. The best sports talk and live sports in the triad, period. What's up, everybody? Live with Brandon Blake. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Score once again with Brett Wiseman. Hello and welcome back to the Pit Stop here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Welcome back to Franchise Players, your home for triad sports coverage. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson, here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. And if you think that's great, wait until you see what's next. It's going to be good. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Tune in at TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. And don't forget. You are locked into Tobacco Road Sports Radio, your home for triad sports. And you know this, man. Titans talk here live at Mossy's in the village of Clemens. Everybody's been eyeing Braylon's pimento cheeseburger. That looks solid. The other guys went with wraps, it looks like. Boy, and we were wrap guys. Yeah, and they were still arguing about rap, even when we went to commercial break. So let's talk a little bit, Coach, about. Let's talk about this first. I'm going I'm to change it. Okay. This, is by this, is far, this is by far the best show. I know Rod. And that and that bald headed dude on the other side of the county. Oh my God! You know what I'm saying? That they talk all that talk. I mean, I know I about died, but Lord, we still we're still better than them. How about that? You know what I'm talking about? Look, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I mean, I think the ratings are there. Uh, I think those guys they can talk all that talk. Rod, you know, he can be all Mister Serious and all that stuff. But by far, it ain't even close. I mean, you, well, you. I mean, you, this is your first year running it, but I, I'll be honest with you. I think I think you understand where we're at, Coach. First of all, I do understand where you're at, but I also understand that um, Rod Funderburk threatened me with an atomic elbow. No, Lord, on, when on he was first one, see, he don't even know he don't even know good wrestling though. That, so that's he probably true. pulls for those like those guys in the nineties. He like it, it, he. I bet he don't even know who Dusty Rhodes is. No, he probably doesn't. No. I mean, that's why I want JYD. He don't know nothing about them. He don't know nothing. He don't know nothing yeah. about those guys. Here, here's the difference, Coach, and this is why I signed on for this because of all the coaches in the Central Piedmont Conference, yeah. you are the one that's most likely on. to be able to, Come to name Keep it going. four of the original horsemen. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, listen, you're talking about oh, – uh, hold on, let me let me tell you who we got there. Four horsemen. <clears throat> all right, we, we've got, first of all, the greatest wrestler of all time. Okay, no doubt. He no is doubt. the greatest wrestler of all time. And you can tell he's not, but he is. We all, Who's the greatest wrestler of all time? You don't know no nothing about wrestling. Wow, he's your starting quarterback, doesn't he? You don't nothing. know nothing about wrestling. WWE, yeah. Who? WWE. WWE. What? You John don't. Cena. John, John Cena. Cena. John Cena. John Cena's horrible. He he don't even know nothing about this. <clears throat> the Nature Boy, the Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Woo! You know that? You ever heard? I know who that is. And then the Ole and Arn Anderson. Oh, he named Ole, and that's exactly he did all. Ole and Arn. And then, well, then they, then they kind of all they've kind of worked through some other stuff. No. But, but, no, but you know what I'm saying? So they've had they've had. Yeah, no, wait a minute. You're missing Arn's tag team partner. Uh, I'm, I'm Ole and Arn. Baby doll seconded him to the ring. Yeah. Uh. uh, uh no, I'm Ole Arn, and I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm I'm losing myself. Oh, and Tully. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Tully. But like I said, there's no way in the world that Rod and them could name any of those guys. They would be talking about people like they, you know, they. Anyway, we won't even go there. They know they struggle with that kind of stuff. Well, my phone's gonna ring this evening. It's it's bad. Um, he probably pulls for like somebody like uh, I don't even know. Let's give me somebody. Give me John Cena. Yeah, that's that's what that's what he'd be pulling for. Somebody like that. John Cena, he can't hold any of them guys. He can't. He can't. Wouldn't even be in the ring. All right, talk there. Talking about Hulk Hogan. The, the greatest wrestler no. is either Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair. Like, the, not okay. Not I, 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 Ric Flair is probably the best in the sense of just understanding. But 
butt butt you. You're no. the Rock. Nobody likes the Rock. No. Yeah, like that's, that's Coach Mac. He likes he likes the Rock on some stupid stuff. But basically, if you, if you're not pulling for, I mean, the 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 Texas plumber. The son of a Texas plumber. Hard times. Yeah, hard times. You don't know what hard times. But look it up. Look it up. YouTube it. Look it up. That's what you should and play I'm Friday. T- yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I love it, man. Oh, that's a hard time. I literally every Saturday we'd play little league basketball and we'd be done by about eleven fifteen. We hustle into the house. Twelve o'clock. We're gonna eat a bowl of pinto beans and we're gonna lock in and we're gonna watch an hour and it's on it. The NWA. That is right. Yeah, yeah, mid south wrestling, and it was on like just real. I mean, like, and we would be in, we, I mean, straight back chairs sitting there locked in, and nobody saying a word. 605 Saturday, you can't beat it. 605 Saturday means something down here, boys. <laughs> don't even know nothing about it. If you don't know nothing about it, don't even talk about it. Rod like- and Willard. Oh. <laughs> Willard's from up north, he's a Yankee anyway. You know, he don't know nothing about it, and they're probably watching some of that. Who knows what they was watching up there in Wisconsin. Ugh. They probably did. did. They even have wrestling in Wisconsin. Oh my God! Did they even have it? No, they didn't even have wrestling. They didn't even know what it was about. <laughs> it's sad. Oh, it's sad. But yeah, yes, it is. I'm glad we got him down here. Maybe we can introduce him to some of that stuff. Oh man, it's already starting. I'm gonna be up all night. All right, Coach, tell me about your team. What do you? What have you liked over the? I know you like to start with the, the good stuff. What, what, yeah, I think I think first of all we play really good defense. Uh, I think uh, what we've done is uh, we've been a little more balanced on offense. I think Chris has helped us with that, being able to throw the ball, uh, which I think is a good thing. Uh, everybody talks about Coach Snow, about he wants to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. I, I don't. It's funny. I I don't like throwing the ball. Uh, <clears throat> it's just like fishing. I don't like fishing. I do not like to fish. I like to catch. <clears throat> and and uh, it's one of those things. I'm a simple man. If we throw it and don't catch it, I struggle with it. If we throw it and catch it, I'm all in. Let's keep rolling. So those guys have to understand me and kind of know, hey, <clears throat> we throw it to Braylon and he catches it and makes something happen. Hey, let's do it again. I'm all in. I, I, but I don't. I don't like us throwing it, dropping it, throwing it, and not throw, overthrowing it or whatnot, and all those things. I don't. I, I really want to be balanced. Uh, but it's also one of those things. Like I said, I'm a simple man, and when we throw it and catch it, I'm all in. Uh, if we don't, uh, we can, we can hand it somebody for two or three downs and do what we got to do and feel like we get good yards. So our receiver coach last spring, we 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 always look into. We always. Look at ourselves. We go back and watch. What did we do good? What did we do bad? And what do we need to do better? And, and I, I told him. I told him that I, I didn't like throwing the ball. Oh, and he was all to it. He said, uh, "It's very evident at the time." I said, "Well, so you don't understand. You don't understand. I, it's not about that. It's about catching it." Now I know every time you throw it, you're not going to catch. You're not going to catch it. I understand that. But more than more than not, we got to. And if we do that, I'm all in. I'm all in. I love. I love. I mean. I, I mean. I'll be honest with you. I, early in the year, I'm sitting in. The, I'm sitting in a hospital bed. I watch Braylon catch two touchdown passes, mm-hmm. and I think it's awesome. I'm all in. I, I love it because I think it. It just makes us better. Right. And, and I'm. I'm good with that. So, what are your biggest areas? You've seen the, the tape for three games. What What's your biggest areas for um, your opportunities for improvement? Well, I think first of all, you know, you, you looked at the Oak Grove game. We had to clean ourselves up. Uh, a lot of penalties. Uh, yeah, a lot of penalties. A lot of penalties. Uh, we struggled there. And I, I think, to be honest with you, you look at Weddington. I talked to the Weddington coach today. You know, we did a good job of, of trying to basically clean ourselves up and do better. And we did in that game because we played pretty much penalty free for the most part. I mean, maybe something here, something there. But nothing, nothing of major. And, and I think our guys have done a better job with that, so I think that's a good thing. Uh, I think we just sometimes got to be a little bit more consistent at throwing the ball, and I think we can be better there uh, and, and want to be better there. Uh, you know, and I, I think that's a good thing. Defensively, I think you gotta be, you know, we, we talk about big plays. Uh, you know, we just got to continue to decrease big plays. We don't – big plays are anything plus 20. And, sure. and if we can keep those to a minimum and make people drive the ball, 
Uh, we're pretty good. We're, we're not bad on defense now. I'm going to tell you, we've got some cats that can play, and they do a really good job. And then you look at what we got offensively, and, and I think we're, we're only going to continue to get better. And right now, we kick it pretty well. I was going to say. I mean, and I think, I think, I think, you know, right now, both of these guys punt for us, which I think they do a really good job uh, in how we punt. So I think that's a good thing. And then you go back and kicking off. You know, Alejandro has basically he's he's added an element to us. You know, a lot of times we kick it in the end zone, which is good. And we missed two field goals against Weddington. One was one that was a hold issue. And the great thing about it is the holder, uh, as soon as he came off the field, he said, Coach, that was me. I didn't get it down good, and that was me. Uh, you know what? And what do you say? What am I going to say to him? He was accountable. Yeah, there ain't nothing wrong with that. We'll, we'll take it. And, then, you know, and then we got one. We got He got the second one got tipped. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, Alejandro has the leg to kick it. Uh, I would dare to venture – we have seen him. He's in the 50s. You know, he's kicked a 50-yarder, and he's and he could probably we feel pretty good about 55. And and there's at times we've let him try to kick a 60, and and he, you know, if if we had to do it to win, we'd probably put him out there and give him a chance. Yeah, the first one from Weddington probably hadn't landed yet. He got it. It, it missed, but it was he got everything into he, it. We call him. Uh, oh, he he told me what it was. I asked him what the how do you say the leg in Spanish. And oh, he, yeah. told, he told uh, me what he P- told me what it was and something like Piernas or something. Piernas, like uh, yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, and so I call him the leg. And uh, but the cool thing about this, he don't even know. You know the first football game you ever watched? AC Reynolds. That's the first game you ever seen. He didn't know nothing about that. He rolled up there that day and uh, did a great job. Uh, you know, uh, Coach Lott who helps our kickers, and Josh Sams is another kicker for us that does a really good job. And they're like this little group of their own. And, and they're awesome. Like, they kind of – they stick together like thick as thieves, and they do a great job. But it, the cool thing about our guys is we've taken those guys in, and it's, it's been a pretty cool thing to watch us grow when it comes to that. The one thing that I've noticed – La Pierna. La Pierna, that's right. That's it. Now, I knew I'd remember it when I stopped thinking about it. I'd, I've noticed over the course of three games something – you guys are usually tough. That is a trademark of a of, of a snow team, uh, but hopefully. but you gave Weddington everything, and there's a lot of speed there. They did fly to the ball, and Chris and I were talking before, you know, before the broadcast tonight. How impressed with you are? You, how impressed with this team's toughness overall? Yeah, I I, th- I think they got a lot of grit. And I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good sign for us because that only takes you a lot of ways. They were disappointed to lose the wedding. Wedding is a really good football team. There's no doubt about it. And, and you watched it. I mean, it's it's zero zero at halftime. It's three to nothing going into the fourth quarter. I mean, we're 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 right there. And we we had a great first drive. I think our biggest thing is I felt like putting plays together. It's like baseball. You know, like you you can get a hit, but you need to you need to string some hits together. You know, we can get a home run. That's great. But you got to string some hits together. I think we're drive-wise, we needed to string some things together. And and it just didn't work, but we're going to get there. And, uh, you know, up up front, we're still young. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we've got some guys that are still growing. And we've got four four out of five are our first year playing right now. So, but, but, but they're great kids, very teachable, very coachable, work hard. We'll do everything you ask them to do. Get at it. Coach Ben does a great job with those guys, and they ain't gonna do nothing but continue to improve. Do you think overall? And I've asked different people this question, but I'm curious as to know this group of seniors in particular that has been through the COVID season. Do you think that they're naturally gonna have, or they should have, more toughness than any other group? You would hope they would because of what they've dealt with. Uh, not that this means a hill of beans, but back. Back when I was in high school, I took karate. All right? I don't look like it, and I probably can't remember doing anything. But one of the guys that I worked with, he would his big thing was he took a four-by-four four and put it in the ground. And basically, he just took his knuckles, and he literally just hit the four-by-four four over and over and over and over and over. And the calluses on his knuckles were amazing. Like you did not want to get hit by it because of the because they're so calloused and that was his thing and the, what our guys have dealt with I think has calloused them I think has made them tougher they they kind of you know they don't they don't shrug it hey all right we've got to 
we got a COVID case and we're dealing with it. Or we got a contact trace, we're dealing with it. Hey, guess what? I hate to say it right now, that's the life we're in. And, and guess what? Adrian Snow at West Forsyth and these guys, they're not the only ones that are dealing with that. Right. I mean, everybody in the everybody in the state are dealing with it. You just you get not that you want to deal with it, but you get used to dealing with it. And guess what? You deal with it and you move on. So I think it's helped them in 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 the middle state. Now, which brings us to Friday's game, conference opener mm. versus Mount Tabor. Three double A state champs. Right? Were Rank, three double A? Is three that right? Or three single A? Yeah. Double three, A. Three double A reigning state champions. They like to throw it around a little bit, but then They're good. They, they got Laymar's kid <laughs> running the ball. He's good. Uh, first of all, Noah Marshall is a really good player. Uh, he's a horse. And if you don't get there, and everybody talk about Coach Marshall and whatnot, but I promise you, if Adrian Snow was over there, we'd give it to Noah a bunch because that dude can that dude can tote the rock, and he's really good at it. Big kid that can run. Uh, they're really good up front, and they're really good at wide receiver. They're like a bunch of frisbee catching dogs, man. I'm just, <laughs> just throw that thing out there and they go get it. Do a really good job. But I'm telling you, the kid that stirs the drink for him is the quarterback. He, you know, beginning you kind of look and you kind of see and you're sitting here thinking, all right, and hey, they're replacing a the quarterback, da 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 da. You know, and this kid, man, he he'll keep you up at night because he runs around, runs around, runs around, and all of a sudden he's gonna throw it. And they got guys that can go get it, and, and so uh, they're very talented on on offense and defensively. And when, when Tyshawn Brown is going to coach the defense, they're going to be extremely well coached. And they're going to go where they're supposed to go. And I know people talk about replacing people and all that, but we all replace people. Right. Uh, they got some guys over there to play too. I, t- I tell you what, what's interesting about the whole – I was over at the Page game against Mount mm-hmm. Tabor. But it reminds me a little bit – the Weddington group was – defensive group was very well coached. They were very efficient, well organized. And I got that same feeling from Tyshawn's group. Yeah, they but, do a good job. I mean, they're going to – I think we're no, we know where they're going to be because of what he does, and that's not, and that's a, that's a good thing. I tell people all the time, tendencies are good, right? Uh, because that means you're doing something well, and uh, so for him, uh, they just do a really good job. They're really good on the defensive front. They do a good job there, and and and, and they cause some problems with who they have there. Big kids that fly around. Uh, they're playing some young kids, but uh, if they're young and talented, that ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's interesting the corollary between they've got a young quarterback or a first-year starting quarterback. You've got a first-year yeah. starting quarterback. Yeah. And the, the similarity there is that they've both gotten better every week. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, done, he's done a really good job. Like, he, he causes you problems. He can cause you problems with his legs, but he also can cause you problems with his arm. And he just kind of – he's he, 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 I, I use the word moxie. He has a little moxie about him. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's – I don't think a lot of – fire and gets him all tore up he just you know run around run around and all of a sudden here he goes and he chucks it and you got to be ready and they got guys out there that can get a one four and seven probably could play for most people in our county i mean they're extremely mm-hmm. talented uh and, and they do a really really good job and uh, you know one is the one is the uh i guess he was the player of the year player of the game and yeah in the, and the, i'm not a big I'm, i'll be honest with you, i'm not a name guy i, I know who they are but i don't yeah. i don't I just I use numbers because that's the way I lay. It's, it's one, four, and seven, and, and, and they're good at it. And and, and that dude toting that rock is, is really good too. Yeah, I didn't realize how good he was until he put on that show last Thursday. He's good. Um, um let me tell, let me ask you, what do you guys, what do you watch when you're done with the when the, the lights are out on Friday and it's and you got college football and you got pro football? Do you watch football other than your own team? Uh, yeah, I, I watch. Uh, I watch some college football. I like to watch our guys, you know, if if if, if George is playing or Clemson's playing or, you know, if I have an opportunity to watch ECU, uh, <coughs> I like to watch our guys. Uh, so I I don't I'm not a big I don't pull for anybody, and everybody says well you don't have a team. Nope, I don't have a team. I literally try to I, I want to watch good games, and while I'm watching good games, I got an iPad and I'm watching our game or I'm watching our next opponent and kind of trying to figure out what we need to do to try to be successful against those guys. 
do you ever sit there and do you do you ever see something? Do you ever see a school or a, or a football team run something and go, well, that, yeah. that's interesting? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll well, I'll tell people all the time. If you're a high school football coach or a football coach in general, you have to be a good thief. If you're not a good thief, uh, I don't think you're very good. I'm not a big guy that tells everybody. You know, we got guys in our business that'll talk about how you know they invented this and they invented that and mm-hmm. they did this. Right. Um, I think that's a big bunch of crap. Because I don't think nobody – I mean, it's football. We've been doing it. And there are a few nuances that are come out that have done whatever. But ultimately, it's been done. And the great thing about it is you've got to be a good thief to try to find the best ways to put our kids, our young men, in the best possible situation to be successful, whatever that may be. I wonder if across town they're not looking at the tape of the Weddington game and looking at that play where Chris had to take off up the middle – which was my favorite play of the entire second half when you took off up. There was everybody was well covered downfield, and you took off, and then you turned into a linebacker before our eyes and ran a dude over. Yeah, and it probably wasn't a good weekend for the young man. But um, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did you? Is that the kind of a play you? You didn't uh, expect yeah. him to run, do you? I'm, I'm all in. I don't bother. I mean, we're, we're, we're making plays. Uh, if it's not there in the past, there's. Uh, we're not going to go crazy. At the end of the day, make something happen. And he's another one that uh, I think because of his legs, he can help us be successful running the ball. But because of his arm, I think he can help us there too. So it's, it just kind of all kind of evolves. And, uh, you know, Braylon, I mean, I told Braylon, I mean, they double covered him a lot this week or last week. And I said, guess what that means? That's a That's basically like a backhanded compliment. It ain't a backhanded compliment. It is a compliment. Uh, that you've done a good job in the first two games, and it's something that you need to continue to work on. And that, but that it's also like, hey, we've got to see what they're doing, and then we've got to be able to counteract it too. Uh, That's a great question. Put on the headphones for a second, Braylon. I, I, I meant to address that earlier. What, what was it like for you to get doubled? I mean, has that this is this the first season that's ever happened? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, we um, the week prior we weren't like expecting it but like we were like they might do it and then like when it happened at first I wasn't like upset or mad or anything but then like as the game went on and as we were trying to get drives going I was just like man they're really finna do this the whole game (laughs) and then like we had two plays two plays I um we try to run a deep ball Chris threw like a 50 yard ball or something and I had like three dudes on me and I had to try to run Around two dudes, and the great and thing about you almost had you yeah, should prob- had prob- probably probably had a chance to catch. It. I mean, there was yeah. it was kind of right there. I mean, it was yeah. still even though it may be triple cover. And then there's another we, one. we've got to teach him to basically not throw into triple cover. Yeah, <laughs> but but that's okay. We'll we'll continue. I may or may this. not have thrown my pen because I was like, I can't wait. Please please make this because I was going to be make the like this entire hour was going to be about how they ran my stuff. Like how how Coach George called my stuff and they made it and Chris was good enough to throw it in the triple coverage right where Braylon could get it. I was going to pretty it up. Yeah, I, I would I probably would have jumped up even though I didn't feel good. I would have probably got excited about I that. I would have gave Chris a big hug if I would have caught that. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> What's it going to take to compete in this conference and move uh, to the states? I think a couple of things in this conference is. Uh, it's such a great league. It is. I mean, it's a cool league. It's a, I told somebody the other day, I mean, there's so many teams that are talented in our league, and a lot of them can win our league. And, and we ain't going to name numbers or whatnot, but a lot of them could win our league. Uh, and that's a cool thing. But it's one of those things I think you I think, truthfully, and this is going to be – it is what it is. You're going to have to be a little lucky. Yeah. Because you got to keep, get, got to try to stay clean and try to stay – Stay away from the vid. You got to stay. You got to stay. You know, try to help as you can. I mean, there's going to be injuries. We all know that in a league this tough. It's really like the Southeastern Conference, and in the sense of uh, it's ba- it's basically uh, and, and that don't take nothing away from the ACC or anything. But basically, each week you have to be ready to play because they're good players, they're good coaches, and uh, it's just one of those situations where you got to be ready to lock in and, and try to make it happen. And right now we're not worried about our league. We're trying to be 1-0 at the end of the week. I like that. SEC triad instead of conference of death. That's a nicer nickname for the conference. Yeah. And guys, 
First of all, Coach, it's great to finally have you back. Uh, it's good to be back, and it's good to be able to talk about Rod and Willard and how how we know that by far uh, what where we're at and, and that uh, they, they even took shots at me. I was laying in I – heard, I heard about it. I heard about it. I mean, basically laying in, laying in the hospital, and they taking shots at me. But that's okay. I, you know what? I got big shoulders. I'm good with it, and we can take care of business with that. Oh, my gosh. How many, how many texts do you have from them already? That's great. Gentlemen, run my stuff to perfection this weekend. Good luck. Have fun. You guys are great on the show. You guys can come back anytime. I might have to grab me one of those pimento burgers. Dang, that looks good. We can do that. Next week, we'll come back. We'll talk about you beating Mount Tabor. And then we'll I talk, hope so. And then we'll talk a little bit about uh, Jim Crockett Promotions. Can't you know, 605. They can't beat And it. that's your homework assignment, fellas. You better not come back Monday. What what was what was what was my man the te- Texas plumber? What was his finishing move? Dusty Rose. What was his finishing move? Oh yeah, Coach Snow. I'm gonna be if, honest if with you. If you knew, if you know it, if you could tell me right now, I'm telling you, I I, I would buy both of you supper for the next couple of days. I didn't know Ric Flair was a wrestler until tonight, so I'm the wrong person to be asking. That. That's a raisin. So thing, this guy, it? yeah, we got in this show. Give us some music. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you to Mossies. Thank you to West Forsyth. Thank you, Coach Snow. Thank you, Clemens. See you next week. Peace. <laughs>